Speaking of Travel is sponsored by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Appalachian Realty. If you're looking for a home in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit AppalachianRealty.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 101.1 FM The Revolution. You be sure and visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel tips and news and photos and stories. And in 2019, we're going to have some exciting things happening. So you be sure and sign up for that Speaking of Travel Travel Club. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, or on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can listen to Speaking of Travel anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world. And be sure to follow Speaking of Travel on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, you know what? I think you all know by now that I love music and I love musicians. This year I went up to Merlefest. I had so much fun. And what I've come to realize is touring musicians, they are road warriors traveling to different cities and countries. Maybe they're traveling in cramped vans or buses. They become used to rolling with the punches, getting along with others, and making all these incredible cultural connections through their music and being out there on the road. That's why they're the perfect people to share travel stories to us travel wannabes. You know, the touring life of a musician always seems to be glorified on the po- pop culture range in movies and in uh, television. But that perception really just represents a small percentage of real musicians. I would think it's both very difficult to achieve and not an easy lifestyle, even for those in the top ranks like my guest today. Well, I am so excited to have in the studio two seasoned musicians to tell us more about life on the road and what it's like to be a traveling musician and maybe break down some of the perceptions of what it's like to be on the road. I've got Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range and Amanda Amanda and Platt uh, and the Honeycutters, although the Honeycutters aren't here, but you're with them. <laughs> thank you both. Always in spirit. <laughs> Always in spirit. Darren and Amanda, thank you for being on the show today. I am really excited to have you here. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and you guys, you've been you've been out on the road for a long time doing doing music and you know that's where I want to start is let's just get to know you both a little bit Amanda why don't we start with you and just tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from how you got into music and where you are sure Um, well I I grew up in New York kind of outside the city and I started playing music as a teenager Um, my dad and my brother both musicians and um, yeah kind of started writing songs in my late teens and that through a roundabout way, brought me to Asheville, um, 
and I started the Honey Cutters in 2007 and um, have just kind of been building variations on a theme since then. <laughs> and how many people are in the Honey Cutters? There are typically five of us, although sometimes four and sometimes six. So it just varies from mm-hmm. time to time. Well, yeah. great. And Darren, what about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was, I'm was i originally from Western North Carolina, a little community called Tuckasegee. It's a very rural community near uh, right above Western Carolina University out in Jackson County. <clears throat> and uh, I grew up listening to the Grand Ole Opry. My dad played, everybody in my family, both sides, played music, just like growing up in the mountains. You know, you see a lot of that passed down generationally, but... Uh, I was around music my whole life, got interested in it, love old-time country music and bluegrass and and all those things that fall under the Americana category now, I guess. But uh, um, when I was um, 18 years old, I started playing, uh, I guess, well, I started making money playing music when I was, you know, my whole life as a little kid, I would do shows with my parents and I'd get tip money and things like that. And so, um, got my first professional job at 18 on the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, Western North Carolina musician Steve Sutton got me hired with a rounder recording artist named Alicia Nugent. And for about three years, we toured the whole world, the country, uh, doing that. I came off the road for about four months, and that's when Balsam Range started in the in January of 2007. And I went right back out on the road and been beating around, playing music ever since. Ever but, since. Yeah. So what was it like for you being a a, a youngster, as it were, um, born and raised right here in western North Carolina, kind of a, a small rural community yeah. going out into the into the world? Well, you know, Tuckasegee, we were joking earlier, it's it's so rural. I say uh, Tuckasegee is a Cherokee word that means no cell service. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> It's so far out. You know, I never dated uh, my sister, but I did date my brother's sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all kidding aside, folks. Uh, the uh, it was a uh, <laughs> it you, there wasn't a whole lot to do. You know, I mean, we like Friday and Saturday nights was moving the furniture back, and and there'd be electric guitars, banjos, fiddles. You know, there wasn't this segregation of genres. You know, like now people have to define bluegrass or country music. It was just country people getting together and jamming, you know what I mean? And we would play Bill Monroe music, and then we'd turn around and play Merle Haggard music, and that was just Friday and Saturday night at my house. You know, that's what we did. There, We didn't have TV, and I'm not that old, but we lived like it was the Stone Age, you know, but that was fun for us, and so that just carried, that love for music just carried over, and I, I always wanted, I never... I never thought about doing anything else. So, you know, and I'd go um, play these shows around local shows with my parents, cakewalks and benefits and and um, weddings, funerals, rats, killings, you know, everything in the world. Whatever <laughs> was going on. Event, you know, <laughs> whatever's going on, we would <laughs> we would play music. So, you know, it was it was fun. And, and you know, I hope I never lose that. There have been times, because traveling is hard, that you kind of lose that what the, the the what made you love it you know and so you know there's times that you get in those situations where you're jamming and 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 it's you know it's it's just home playing music to me it just reminds me of home and how i grew up and so uh, <clears throat> being on the road is something you've been doing for a long time and and you too amanda and it's really interesting hearing both of you tell your stories you know amanda you grew up in in the city 
more of an urban area, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely more urban than we're. <laughs> it's it's hard. I mean, it was the suburbs, but it was like not even. It, it's really. I grew up in Hastings on Hudson, New York, which is really a tiny little town in in of itself. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a suburb because it's outside the city, but it's not so much of what you think. Like all the houses look in the same. Like it's not really that um, kind of self contained. So, I mean, I really did grow up in a small town, but very close, very close proximity to New York City. So, um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't go to the city as much as, uh, as much as I could have, I guess, growing up. I didn't have, you know, I, I still feel like kind of a, whenever I'm in big cities, I still feel like I'm like, oh, you know, don't get hit by a car. <laughs> so when was the first time you went out on, out, out of the country? Oh, out of the mm-hmm. country. Did you do that um, before you were even doing music? Was um, traveling something that you did as a kid, or not so much? We had like you know some some family vacations. We kind of took the same vacations every year. Like we went up to like the Upper Peninsula of Michigan every summer. Um, That's a beautiful spot. Oh, too. I love it. The so UP. Much. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. gorgeous. My my dad's family has a little cottage up there that we would go up and spend time, and um, you know, and then we'd like go to. We'd go moose, not hunting, but we want to see moose. So, like, we had, I remember a lot of vacations going up to like Maine and New Hampshire to just see a moose, and we never did. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so that was like the chat. Yeah, we didn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't extensive traveling as a child. Um, I think the first time I really did a big trip for music, I was probably 24 or 25, went out to the West Coast. Oh, so that was like a big trip, going out to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, when we come back, I want to talk to both of you, Darren and Amanda, about um, just where you've been and what it's like for you to uh, to travel, not only in our country, but You've both traveled abroad. You've had experiences in other cultures. Um, you know, what is that like? Uh, these are the kind of things I want to find out. What yeah. what it's like to, to travel as a musician. You both come from kind of different but similar in a way situations. Um, what is it like out there on the road? I've got Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range with me and Amanda Ann Platt with the Honeycutters, although they're not here, but they're here in spirit (laughs) with us today. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be right back. Here's to the trains I missed, the loves I lost, the bridges I burned, the rivers I never crossed. Here's to the call I didn't hear, the signs I didn't hear. The roads I couldn't take, the map that I just wouldn't read. It's a big old world, but I found my way from the hell and the hurt that led me straight to this. Here's to the trains I
With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. The fall issue of Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is on the newsstands now. Read about rides that climb the Green River Staircase, follow the Tallulah Gorge, and ascend Bearwallow Mountain. Get your copy on newsstands now or subscribe at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. I'm really excited to have in the studio today two of my favorite musicians, Darren Nicholson of Bossom Range, Amanda Ann Platt with the Honeycutters. I am just, you know, I'm a big fan of both both of you and it's just, you know, talking to you about traveling and what it's like to be on the road. And I was saying in the beginning of the show, you know, I really feel that you guys are like road warriors because, you know, you're stepping out, you're do, you're going to places, you don't know people, but you're bringing with you this love of your music. And, and that is a form of communication and talking to people. Let's talk a little bit about, um, I know that... Uh, Darren, you guys have traveled to Germany and Czech Republic, and yeah. uh, the Honeycutters have been on a European tour. Tell me a little bit about, uh, Amanda, let's start with you. You were saying you were like 24 when you first went on an overseas trip. But what's it like now when you go and you've got the Honeycutters, and, and what's it like when you're out there in Europe on a tour? Um, <clears throat> well, it depends there are certain areas like of the UK where we have, you know, a following and, and it's, you know, we have like sold out shows and it's great and it's very exciting. And then there are certain places that we go to where, you know, there's like a few people kind of hanging out in the audience. And um, I mean, I think my favorite thing about traveling overseas is just to really, you know, to be able to just see different cultures, you know, that's um, and to do it playing music, it does afford you kind of a you almost have a pass, you know, you're not just a tourist um, and you can kind of, you get, you get to see sort of more of the backstory, you get to meet people and hear more about their lives. And um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really neat to just kind of have this very similar experiences as you have here in the States, but you're like, it's a different language and a different culture. And so you're, you know, the the little differences kind of are in sharper relief. Right. And Darren, what about you? You've been traveling overseas for a long time. So does it get – is it different every time you go or are you kind of yeah, – Because there, there are a few countries I'm banned. 
No, you know, the cool thing about it, and Amanda's kind of touched on this, you do get to see a lot of uh, a lot of differences, but you also see the sim- similarities of you know of the the whole uh, human equation because music is a universal language. And we went to <clears throat> Czech Republic and uh, Germany and Switzerland last year. I've been to Europe a couple times, but we went over there. They couldn't speak English, but they knew the words to our songs. And so um, you, you show up, and there's a room full of people who who very some of them speak English, but you know they're sitting up there singing "Trains I Missed" and and things like that, and it's like wow. And you realize that how how far reaching music is. I met a lady in the Czech Republic who was the first. Uh, she made a mandolin strap for me, and uh, she um, she was the first Scrug style banjo female Scrug style banjo player in the Czech Republic. And this was when there was still like it was like the um, the Iron Curtain. It was they were controlling like w- the music, what they listened to, and they would sneak into. And she told a story about them sneaking into these houses in the basements and listening to flattened Scruggs music when they would having to sneak around and get this music and listen to it. And so you realize just how far reaching our, that music is in general, you know? And so, uh, even though there are a lot of differences and that's, what's fun, you know, you, you do get a culture shock. Um, but you realize that, that people love music and they love to feel good and they love to feel emotions, whether it's happy or sad or, you know, music's one of those things that, it, it can touch on a lot of different feelings for a lot of different people, and that's what makes it so powerful. And it really is like the universal language. And I, it's just so cool to be able. Music has taken me so many places, and and I'll say this and shut up. But I think the the best education you can ever get is not in a classroom. It's traveling. That's like the best education you can get. How to deal with people, how to function in different um, situations and scenarios and I've always tried to be a chameleon as far as it doesn't matter what part of the country I'm in I you know I can find somebody I can relate to or fit in with and and talk about uh, things and that was something I learned from Steve Sutton he was a mentor of mine and we would go and he's like make the best of every situation throw yourself into new situations even though it's uncomfortable and and try to develop relationships that's what life's about it is what life's about and and it and, you know in this day and age where there's just so much noise and them versus us and people talking about you know people from other countries it's so refreshing because in some ways as musicians traveling to these far off yeah. places in the world it's like you're our ambassadors you know you, we're not there but you are there and you're you're there spreading your music and and your passion and you're able to bring back to us this reality that people are people all over the world yeah oh yeah right yeah absolutely and it is that yeah like darren was saying i mean there's so many similarities and and it can be kind of like you know you get off the plane somewhere different and there's kind of this moment of like okay signs are in a different language or even if you're in the uk it's like signs are phrased differently you know there's always like those things that strike you but then you know you're you play a show and people come up to buy cds afterwards and you have some conversations and you realize this is the same you know we might be the communication might be a little bit different, but the things that are being said are largely the same. And people just want to – everybody just wants to connect, you know, on some level. And I think music is something that really helps people do that. And so that's why it's it's really cool to be able to, to take it to other 
to other places. So when you when you travel um, in these other countries, let's say, or once you get there, you get there on on the plane. But then, how do you travel between? places do you get a, do you rent a bus or do you have a van llama a llama yeah, primarily a llama, llama. it's it's similar to traveling here when we fly in the states you know you usually fly into an airport for us and then get a rental car you know and then go around the and usually when you travel <clears throat> when you do out of country tour i don't know about you guys but you have a promoter or a point of contact that sets a lot of that stuff up for you mm-hmm. There's somebody there that's doing the groundwork um, there, and uh, the guy who did it in uh, Europe for us, a couple times I've dealt with him, is Rainer Zellner, and uh, so he set all that stuff up for us. They, they're they hungry for American music. Like, uh, they, they've they always been captivated by it, whether it was Elvis Presley or Flatt and Scruggs or, you know, Bill Monroe was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he's, you know... He's the father of bluegrass, but he influenced the Beatles and, you know, and all these. I mean, it's so they they love American music and, and they they go the extra mile to 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 get it there. You know, their 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 whole music scene has been impacted by, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that we have this kind of a similar situation of just uh, we work, we have somebody we work with in the UK and somebody that we work with in kind of. uh um, the eastern part of the continent, and um, they, yeah, like they'll kind of arrange a van for us. In the in the UK, we had somebody driving us because uh, the perils of the <laughs> right side wheel. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Like, oh my God, how do you even do that? And it sounds like you guys, you were in England and Scotland and Ireland and Spain and the Netherlands. I mean, that's a lot of diversity right there. Yeah, there is a lot of diversity. I, you know, I think it's it's really amazing how much diversity there is just in the UK. Like just, you know, between like England and Scotland, you know, you have a lot of differences. And um, this was our first time being in Ireland. And uh, yeah, you just, you know, you would think it's kind of easy to like lump certain, you know, especially like English speaking countries. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they're kind of the same thing. <laughs> they're really not the same thing. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of cultural differences, and, um, a lot of uh, differences in cuisine. Like I, yeah. I like the Scottish food because I like um, tatty scones, which are potato scones, mm-hmm. and uh, you can't really get That's those. Awesome. Yeah, when you go to you go, we go to, we eat at a grocery store called Morrison's when we're in the UK, which uh, is just it's kind of like Ingalls, but their cafe is nicer. Mm. So, do you have um, <laughs> Irish blood in you, Amanda? I don't. Everyone think everyone knows is like you must be Irish, but honestly, I think I look a lot like my grandmother, who is a hundred percent Italian. Oh, North, Italian. Northern Italian. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I think it's the red hair that's uh, yeah. That does it every time, right? <laughs> I'm Irish when it's convenient. Like oh, I'm there you Patrick's go. Day. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Amanda Ann Platt with the Honeycutters and Darren Nicholson of Boston Range. When we come back, I want to talk more about the food. Yum. You got me a little hungry there talking about that. <laughs> so thank you both for being on the thank show you. today. We're going to be back right after the break, and you're going to be listening to some of their music, and you might as well dance. Just got word today that the money is going to be okay and the weather ought to hold out through the weekend fall is settling in 
This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Do you put much thought into what you should include in your carry-on luggage? There are a few things you may want to consider. Are you bringing valuables with you? You may want to carry them with you on the plane. Examples include cash, jewelry, expensive electronics, original photos, heirlooms. Airlines may limit their liability for loss or damage to items. You need to bring something fragile. It may be worth shipping fragile items ahead of time. Critical items that you must have on your trip should be with you in your in your carry-on luggage, such as passports, tickets, business files, or other such items. Thanks for listening. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. The fall issue of Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is on the newsstands now. Read about rides that climb the Green River Staircase, follow the Tallulah Gorge, and ascend Bearwallow Mountain. Get your copy on newsstands now or subscribe at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars Well, we're at the top of the third, and it's time to catch up with our good pal and fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence. Today we find Doc in Chattanooga, Tennessee, as he makes his way along the Gourmet Highway. Hey, Doc, you know, I love Chattanooga, and it's no wonder the New York Times named this fine city one of the top 45 places to go in the world. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo on track number nine? Got to get there on time. Maryland, yes, I know we're on the air, but I'm here in Chattanooga, one of my favorite cities, and I just can't get that Glenn Miller classic big band song, Chattanooga Choo Choo, out of my mind. It's toe-tapping good, and if you were here, we'd find us a good place with live music and jitterbug a while. Doesn't that sound like fun to you? Chattanooga is in Tennessee, that's for sure. But you know, Maryland, this wonderful city sits right on Georgia's northern border, and it's got a dual identity, a little bit of Georgia and a little bit of Tennessee. The Tennessee River, majestic, crosses almost half the south, and it goes through Chattanooga, and it makes this city kind of special. The geography is built around the Tennessee River and nearby Lookout Mountain that does overlook the city. The river park that is right by the river is fun to walk. It's a great place to meditate. It's a good place to kind of get your bearings straight, Maryland. And yes, hovering over the city is Lookout Mountain. Historic, beautiful, and a symbol of Tennessee. It's the gateway into the deeper south and on to the Midwest. Maryland, did you know that this great city of Chattanooga was the home of Bessie Smith, the great blues singer, the wonderful lady that gave us 
the tradition carried on by Billie Holiday, by Ella Fitzgerald, even Lady Gaga, and she'll be the first to tell you that she owes a lot to Bessie Smith. The Tennessee Aquarium, Maryland, is top flight. It's good family entertainment, it's very affordable, and it does compare favorably with Georgia's Aquarium in downtown Atlanta. Restaurants, Maryland, you can't believe this place. Riverwalk is right by the Tennessee River, and there are dozens upon dozens of top-rated restaurants, almost side by side. Where to begin? Well, I'll tell you what I decided to do. Doc's going to Heron's tonight, which is right on the river, and I'm going to have a tenderloin with a bottle of Bordeaux. Maryland, you know, it's getting cool. It's going to be cold soon, and that means red wine. Tomorrow morning, it's Eggs Benedict, Maryland, at the Blue Plate, a restaurant with an unforgettable view of the mighty Tennessee River. Seems like I'm mentioning the Tennessee River every other breath, but that's the part of Chattanooga that you take away with you. This city is a beautiful place. It's a city that played a major role in the Civil War. It is steeped in the history of the Tennessee Valley Authority that modernized so much of this area of the South. It's a modern metropolis, and it is an authentic place where we get a view of what is the best in today's South. Maryland, Chattanooga during the upcoming holidays is aglow with festivals, lights, song, and yes, cruises on the Tennessee River. It's a great place to visit. I always hate leaving this place, Maryland. It's such a dreamlike city, and it's good to visit, and sometimes you have to say goodbye to such a good thing. Well, this is Doc Lawrence saying goodbye to Chattanooga for Maryland Ball. And speaking of travel, on the Gourmet Highway, and I hope to be in your city soon. Doc, I am planning a trip over there now for the whole family. Talk to you next week. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, the music you've been listening to is by Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range and Amanda Ann Platt with the Honeycutters. They're right here in the studio today. And I'll tell you, we were talking about food in in Europe and some of the, uh, you know, coming from Western North Carolina, especially you, Darren, growing up with, yeah. you know, homegrown food. And I'm sure, Amanda, you had your family recipes and favorites. But going to these places and, and tasting and eating the food, give us a little bit of an, of an idea. You were talking about the potato. <laughs> What's it like for you guys to be eating these different foods? Well, I, you know, well, what we were talking about, the potatoes, we were saying, you know, if Darren was saying that music is the universal language. Potato is kind of the universal food. You can, yeah. you can get potatoes anywhere, and you're, they're probably going to be pretty good, except for this diner in California that I ate at once where the, they didn't do anything. To the, they just kind of, like, boiled them and put them on the plate, and that was sad. But, I mean, in general, you can't mess up a potato. Yeah, it's hard to mess it's up It's hard potato. to mess up. But, you know, I think that, like... I, I know, like, the guys in my band struggle a little bit more than me because they're maybe a little bit pickier. But, I, I mean, I, you know, you can get you get a good sandwich anywhere, really, yeah. you know. Um, what about you, Darren, in the Balsam Range? Do, do you all have, uh, like, ah, what is this food over here? Well, um, one thing in general, I've in the last 
year or so, year and a half, I've been on a kind of a health quest. I turned 35 in September, and in the last year, um, I've lost 80 pounds. I've been doing diet and exercise, been doing a, just a whole lifestyle change, but it's hard to eat healthy on the road. That's the hardest thing. But the, when you travel to some of these places, you don't want to eat healthy because it's <laughs> like this is, you know, I was in Italy in 2005 with Alicia Nugent, and we went, we played in Switzerland and went through. Um, um, Switzerland into northern Italy, and we went through the Goddard Tunnel, 26-mile tunnel, longest tunnel in the world, and the Goddard Pass, that's where Clint Eastwood filmed the Iger Sanction. And so we went into northern Italy, which is not like southern Italy, what Americans or what we think of as like the, the Italy. It was like the vineyard country. It was the northern country, and it was kind of gray and drab. And, and we played this theater there, but we ate uh, ravioli um, and lasagna at this and the ravioli was green. You know, I was like, this is not Chef Boyardee. What is going on here? <laughs> but it was amazing. You know, the food, like real Italian food is, uh, of course, you're carb loading, you know, like you're about to run a marathon. But it's absolutely wonderful. And the thing that stood out to me this last year when Balsam Range went to Europe, in Switzerland, we had these crepes. And they did, you know, most people think about crepes like a breakfast food, like cream cheese and blueberry crepes or whatever. But they would do like dinner crepes and they would make these giant crepes that were ham and cheese. And some of them were like they had pizza kind of ingredients, you know, and that was I'd never had anything like that. And they were fl- super flat, super thin, but they were so delicious. And that was the thing that, that stood out. But while I was over there, I, there were no ramps and potatoes. That's the one thing I miss. <laughs> Did you kind of miss that? Yeah. Have you had ramps? I have had ramps, but but really only here in Western North Carolina. I, I, like I never thought about that. that yeah. There were no ramps. No this ramps. is the only place they grow, I think. But uh, I, I do like ramps and potatoes. I like yeah. those together when you fry them. They're a little... We're glad you didn't do that in this little room we're in. <laughs> That's right. We are in this little room, aren't we, Randy? Yeah. Well, listen, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about where you're going next and what's on the... Pl- What's on the plate as we move forward, if you know what I mean. Ba-bum. Thank you. I've got Amanda Ann Platt with the Honeycutters. So excited to have you here. And I want to talk about you've got some gigs coming up that are really, really special. And then Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range. You guys have some really, you've got some new projects. You've got a solo project. I want to talk a little bit about that, too. So thank you both for being here on the show. Listen to this great music and uh you know, get up and move your feet a little bit. Staring out in the nowhere, waiting on a plane ride, keeping one hand tied on that bag at your side. Are you leaving town, looking for a new start, or cashing in, headed home, carrying a broken heart? Were you up all night trying to make ends meet? We're so excited to leave. You couldn't sleep or eat Something about that suitcase weathered and worn Gets me wondering What stories can you tell Where you going and where you been Something about that suitcase tattered and torn Bursting at the seams Is it all packed up with new hopes Or a handful Crazy old dreams And memories that time can't erase Something about that suitcase 
Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Darren Nicholson of Balsam Range and Amanda Ann Platt with the Honey. Honey cutters, and we're talking traveling and and going to Europe and eating good food and yeah. playing good music and and I really loved what you were saying earlier too, Darren, about people being people everywhere you go and making these yeah. wonderful connections. Uh, that's such an important uh, message that we can all learn from as you're out there on yeah. the road. I mean, there are good people everywhere, and then there are some, and then some people who are like family that you don't ever want to talk to again. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go any further, I want to make sure <laughs> that people know how they can find out more information and get in touch with you both. So, Amanda, tell us a little bit about the Honeycutters and, and how we can find out more and listen to all of your great music. Um, well, we have a website. Um, which is honeycutters.com. Um, I think also Amanda Ann Platt and the honeycutters.com will get you there, but honeycutters.com is quicker. And we have a Facebook page, and I think we have a Twitter account. Um, <laughs> but all the dates are always listed on our website, and we post most updates and things on Facebook. And I think all of our music is on uh, Spotify, and, and it's all on our website for sure. Oh, that's great. And Darren, what about you? you you're... I, I didn't realize this, that you were the founding member of Balsam Range. Yeah, it's the same five guys for 11 years now. 11 is, years. It'll be 12 years um, officially next this coming March. Well, but, congratulations. You know, yeah. yeah. Longest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> well, see so. me after the show. No, just kidding aside. So tell us how we can find out more about Balsam Range and, and about you. And you're doing some really cool solo work right now. Yeah. I've got a, a brand new solo project out called fret a spell it's an instrumental uh, bluegrass recording that's got some of the old time fire breathing bluegrass you know um on it and uh, that's on spotify and uh, you can get uh, you can download singles at cd baby and uh, and you can get um at darren nicholson.net d-a-r-r-e-n and nicholson like jack at dot net so and balsam range is balsamrange.com we've got a brand new record that's about to come out a band record of original music that's going to be out sometime late december early january 
and uh, that album, the title of it is going to be Eonic. Uh, it's a really interesting project. Uh, I think it's the best thing we've done. And, uh, of course, the Balsam Range Art of Music Festival is coming up at Lake Junaluska November 30th and December 1st. Wow. And uh, it's going to be a week-long uh, music excursion in Haywood County with the festival being the, the climax there. And that's that's our home festival. And um, and I'm also, Balsam Range is on the Mountain Home label. We're label mates. Uh, that's what I was just going to ask you about your Amanda, label. And I love her music. Amanda Ann Platt, she's uh, an amazing songwriter, singer, great performer. If you get a chance to see Amanda Ann Platt and the Honeycutters, do it. She's awesome. Well, the feeling's mutual there. <laughs> oh, I love that. A mutual admiration society right here in our own studio. That's right. And Amanda, you play, um, well, you both play festivals. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Like, you know, you're with all these other musicians and all these other people and you get to meet. Tell us how that is. Oh, it's great. I, if, if I had my way, I would only ever play festivals. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like the sweetest gig you can have because you roll in and you, there's usually like really great hospitality and you can like hang out and drink beer and eat snacks and there's a ton of other bands so there's people to hang out with and uh, you get to hear a lot of great music. I think that's one thing that's funny that sometimes people don't realize when you're on the road especially for an extended period of time is that you don't even though you're like playing music every night you don't always get to hear music yeah. you know it's almost like a drought of live music even though you're playing the live music every night so like we'll you know we'll be on the road like when we we're just in europe for six weeks you know we had a support act maybe like three times and those three times i was like so hungry to just like watch somebody else do it that i was like oh my god this is incredible um yeah so festivals are really nice for, for a lot of reasons. And, that's and you guys, Darren, you play a lot of festivals. You yeah. have a festival. We have a festival. I love doing festivals. We do a lot of performing arts centers and theaters, too. Uh, but the... Um the hardest part about travel, because I'm, we're, and I'll speak for Amanda too. We're still fans of music. We love to hear great live music. But the hardest part about traveling in a professional band is like a lot of your time is spent traveling, and you get to the show in time to load in, sound check, or and and you play, and then you got to bolt to the next thing. So when people think you're just hanging out, you're playing a festival, you're just hanging out. You're not. And so there's a lot of the festival stuff that I miss. You know, I miss a lot of the acts, and so there. Are festivals that I've gone to this year where I'm like I wish I wasn't playing and I could just hang out for two or three days and enjoy all this music and so that's bittersweet but it's also part of the job you know the the traveling is not always glamorous it's it's a hard <laughs> lifestyle and you know trying to get along with the same in a metal tube up and down the road has its challenges and but that's we do it because we love the music you know and um, and of course you know, we've got we both have records out, you know, and 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 a lot of people, you know, most people that play music will tell you that we don't do this for the money. And, you know, we do it for the love of music. But we're telling you we need the money. So <laughs> go buy a records right now. Might need, might not be why we do it, but we need, we need the money we to do it. <laughs> You know, I was I was saying in the beginning, you know, that the the life of the musician has been glamorized in pop culture and it's like, sure. oh, we're on the road, we're doing all this and and yet what you're saying is is really, you know, 
what I think is going to help break down some of these per- perceptions that you're out there. This is your living. You love it. You, you've got a passion for it. And Amanda, I want um, I wanted to ask you too. You we were talking about your music and tell us a little bit about some of the the albums and CDs that you've got out right now. Sure. Well, we have um, we have five studio albums, and I have a solo live album that I put out a few years ago and uh, we actually just recorded this past weekend at the Grey Eagle we did a live, we're working on a live record that we recorded there so um, I don't know exactly when that'll be out but that's kind of the next thing on the on the docket Well that sounds like a lot of fun, doing the live um... It was, it was really fun and you know, playing, playing in town is really fun, we don't do it that often and like Darren was saying, it's like when you're on the road you know, a lot of it is just travel you know, your day just gets eaten up by once you get everybody together leaving the hotel it's probably, you know, noon 11 or noon and then you're on the road for 3 or 4 hours, 5 or 6 hours depending on where you're going and you know, you have to eat usually at like a subway which is not very exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then you get there and you sound check so when you play at home <clears throat> Especially doing like two nights like we just did. It's great because you just, you know, you kind of go in and leave your stuff and you can go home, you know, then or like go get a drink with a friend. And, you know, it's not um, there's not as many like outside pressures. (laughs) Right. And you're, you know, to me, you're you're the celebrities too i mean we get to you know we know you we get to come to to your gigs and see you and and then maybe even run into you at a restaurant or see you on the street and I was, i've never been called a celebrity uh, yeah, I, I would say you celebrity are celebrities <laughs> i was right, at Randy? the gym yesterday and i saw a friend of mine not, not even like a fan just a friend and i was wearing a honeycutters t-shirt because i was like it was you know laundry day and i was at the gym and she like ran up to me and i was like damn it i thought like nobody that knew me See me wearing my own shirt. (laughs) Talk about celebrities, Darren. I want to ask you what it's like traveling with Mark Pruitt. Mark. Well, first of all, I just want to clarify, I'm not a celebrity. I always say (laughs) I never wanted to be a big star, and so far it's working out real good for me. Mark is, though. Mark is. Yes. Mark Pruitt, uh, Grammy Award winner. He's a North Carolina Heritage Award recipient. He's got an honorary Doctor of Arts. And basically, he spent the last 50 years creating a career based out of Western North Carolina and played on five Ricky Skaggs albums. He's got... um, We've won 11 or 12 IBMA awards with Balsam Range. And um, Mark is just, um, he's one of those guys that played on the Grand Ole Opry with Jimmy Martin. He just keeps showing up, you know what I mean? And and there is something to be said, you know, for success. It's, you know, the ones who persevere. He's had a, a wonderful career because he's always loved the music and just kept going, you know what I mean? And a lot of a lot of talented people sometimes get frustrated and quit. You know, Mark obviously is very, very talented, but he's also been very driven. Great guy, too. Great really guy. Really great guy. In fact, I knew Mark years and years and years ago at the old Pick and Grin yeah. on Merriman Avenue. Mark had a music store called Pick and Grin. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was great. We did some Him we did brother. some fun things over there. Well, I can't thank you both enough for being on the show today. Uh, Darren Nicholson of Boston Range, Amanda Ann Platt. So have you always gone by Amanda Ann or how do people uh, t- call you? Well, some people call me Amanda Ann, but mostly um, when I started playing music, I, it was like right when Google was becoming a thing and you could Google yourself and... I, you know, had a, like a little MySpace page or whatever, and I, I, when I would Google Amanda Platt, there was like two other Amanda Platts that were 
that one was a fashion designer and one was a female wrestler. Oh, nice. They were both <laughs> a lot more prominent than me. So, I was, you know, I have to, I have to, you know, so that's when I started using, and Amanda. it's my grandmother's name. Oh, Amanda. Get, into that or get into wrestling. Well, yeah, I thought you know, about it. I did think about it. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough. It's just been such a blast, and, and I appreciate you both being here and love the music. You know, look forward to seeing you out and about in, in Western North Carolina and wish you both the greatest thank of you. success as you move forward. And Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having doing us. this. You bet. You know, support live music. <laughs> we love live music. We love having musicians on the show, too, to talk about what it's like to be a traveling musician, and you guys are doing it. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel, and I want you to go out and tune in to uh, the Honeycutters and Balsam Range. Have a great week, and remember, as you go out, dance a little bit, and don't postpone joy. Oh, oh, oh.